God can use all those traits that were maybe hard as a parent to deal with when they were younger and seeing God use it for good, it is like the most rewarding to say the hard things you think are hard actually are the things that God's going to use to make him into an incredible man of God. Even though I'm like, that was not always a great trait when you're four. <laughs> He's grown us closer together through that process of trying to understand. We had to, we had to, to learn to work as a team. This is Behind Our Smiles. Pursuing connection. And finding joy. Even in the struggle. And welcome back to another episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast. We're Joe and Tara Buchanan. We're so glad you're here. And today is the day. Yes. We are celebrating something big. Something, uh, well, if you owned a car for 25 years. <laughs> so yes, 25 years How did we get marriage. to 25 years? I'm only 21, Joe. Happy anniversary, Tara. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Yeah, so today we're celebrating our anniversary and we have a couple of surprise, mm-hmm. actually more Very than a couple special guests. surprise guests today. But before we get started, I did want to say thanks to our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. When the body of Christ comes together to pray, encourage, and provide for one another, burdens are lifted and God is glorified. This applies to all areas of life, including health care. And that's where Samaritan Ministries comes in. They are biblical health care sharing. There are no network restrictions. It's affordable and you can join today. And if you want to find out more, you can check out SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So Joe, it was June 14th, 1997. Feels like just yesterday. Yes, remember that? Remember that day or do you remember any of that day? I do remember that day. We dated for five years. Mm-hmm. So I remember waiting forever for mm-hmm. that day to arrive. And uh, yeah, what an amazing day. The day itself is kind of a blur, but there are certain uh, moments in that yes. day that just really stand out. Well, I know for first, it was really nice that the weather was really nice for a June oh, it wedding. Was gorgeous. It was just for pictures and for just going outside. It was like picture perfect wedding day. And you know, I remember like getting ready in the in the church. They had you know we were hanging out in the nursery with my bridesmaids and taking some pictures and goofing around. And I remember when the lady who was helping to coordinate the wedding is like Tara. It's time because mm. we're having such a good time hanging out with your bridesmaids <laughs> in the nursery. And like, that's where my stomach dropped. I'm like, what? And then like, once I saw my dad's face and he like took my arm, I was like, I just started crying. And that was a blur from there. <laughs> and for me, I think the moment that stands out the most was the moment I first saw you mm-hmm. because I hadn't seen you in your wedding gown mm-hmm. up until that moment. And I saw you coming down the aisle and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Ooh. real. Uh, what an amazing blessing this is. Uh, and then, of course, uh, You May Kiss the Bride was, mm. was a highlight for me because I had mono mm-hmm. leading into our marriage. So we, uh, I think like two months earlier, we hadn't mm-hmm. kissed for, I don't know, four weeks or so because I didn't want you to get <laughs> mono. And uh, we were so close to the wedding. We said, hey, why don't we just wait? And so we were able to wait fun. until that day. So that's probably the couple of highlights yeah. for me. Well, it's funny because we'll look at the, the helps that we have pictures and we have video too uh, to help remember mm. all those things. But now we look back at those pictures and we're like, oh, remember all those people that were a bigger part of our lives than they are now and family. And I remember one time we were looking at that wedding album with our son and he probably was nine years old or whatever. Mm. And we're looking at the pictures we're saying, yeah, well, a lot of these people are dead now and you know, they're no longer with us. Well, I think we were doing it like, a little bit more sensitive than that. Like, I think we were actually watching I know, the video. I think we were just saying that a lot and, of the people and are dead like, now. And it was like, oh, it's kind of sad because that person, <laughs> not with that person's anymore. not with us anymore. And then a couple of seconds later, it was like, oh, I'm kind of sad that person isn't. And then <laughs> it was like a handful of those moments. Well, right? I think I said, though, they're dead now because then he yes. said, did they all die at the wedding? Right. And we're like, no, they didn't die at the wedding. They have died in the 25 years 
since the wedding. And but. it's never, I guess, fun to laugh at death maybe, but when he said no. that, it was so funny. Like that must've been quite the wedding, he right? Was, he was good. No, that's the thing. The longer you have been married or the longer you're alive, the more you know you have loss in your life. But we're here to celebrate the good moments and getting married and our anniversary. And what for you is the highlight though, after the wedding, Joe, that you said, this is great being married. Um, I think, and this is not a lie. I know that, you know, we had to learn how to really, what love really looks Mm -hmm. like and all of those things. And, but I would say almost every day of my life has been a highlight. I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying that (laughs) uh, I really do count it a gift. Now granted, Joe, if you hear, if people know your story, which you came from, yeah. I didn't have a very high bar to pass. <laughs> very true, very true. <laughs> so, you know, I think for me, I remember coming home from the honeymoon and it was great because you had some time off work, but I remember like doing our first grocery shopping together. And we talk about grocery shopping a lot on this episode. <laughs> See, to me, on, that on wasn't podcast. a highlight. <laughs> but it was like, it was fun for me feeling very adult and grown yeah. up. And we had moved away from my hometown about a hundred miles away. And so we were really starting out fresh and grocery shopping and buying, because your kitchen was a very classic bachelor kitchen. So we had to get you all set up. Yeah, my refrigerator was uh, was empty, empty most it was of the time. Ketchup and bread. So and- the reason I say <laughs> that it wasn't a highlight was what that bill was the very first time, and I'll never forget it because I I could tell because you kept putting more and more in the cart. Like I had never needed a cart, no, right? Exactly. So you're putting more and more in the cart, and we get it, and we're checking out. And and back in those days, I don't know how it is. I guess I don't look very carefully, but you couldn't see the total yeah. going up. So I'm like holding my breath. And then of course the total comes up and it's a lot, it's more money than I had probably spent in the yeah, whole year previous. Include. And I just looked at you and you looked at me and smiled and said one word. <laughs> Staples. Staples. <laughs> I was like, oh. You had a rough kitchen. So that was, I think for me, I had a lot of fun my first year cooking for you. And you were, mm. you were game. Cause again, my bar was low. I did not have to. I'm not sure we had a repeat <laughs> meal for six months. You're like, hey, you're cooking for me. I am happy. You were right. very easy but to I, please. I do remember saying to you one time, remember that meal we had back like three weeks ago? I like that. We could do that if again. If I could get back that same set for cooking <laughs> right. right now, that would be a gift. Right now, now I have four meals. Yeah, over and over and over, right? But back but, when you're young and you're eager to please your husband, I had a lot of fun cooking. It was good. And you were off that summer. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I was... I worked really close to, to work. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, we were able to spend a lot of yeah, time together. I got together to visit and, your work and days. Yeah. And yeah, so we have a lot of good, good years, but fast forward many years, right? And yeah. now we're, how do we get to 25? Because I remember those first years just telling people, oh, we've been married for two years. And now I'm like, what? So we're trying to think of a way to celebrate our anniversary and what we've learned about marriage, obviously, which is a lot. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> and so we're like, who can we go to, to understand, you know, something we learned about marriage. And so I picked the obvious experts. Well, the people that have probably been with us more hours than anybody else, they probably know us better than anybody else. Of course, we're talking about our kids. So they're not really experts, but they know their mom and dad, I think. So yeah. we've, we did kind of ask them, bribe them, beg them, please, can you say something nice about us on our and podcast? And we gave them no parameters except that right. it's our 25th wedding anniversary. Say something nice. And we're going to use this on the podcast. Yeah. And a few minutes. I think they all did really nicely. But yeah. I feel like not just what they have learned from us, but I think really especially not in the process of raising kids, we learned so much from them and the kind mm. of people they are and we, things we've applied to our lives and our marriages. So we want to kind of celebrate that too. I think I heard a comedian once say, you will learn more from your mm-hmm. kids than they will learn from yep. you. And I, I would absolutely say that is right. Because right. in light of our whole marriage, I think, I think, Joe, this is probably one of our greatest accomplishments is our amazing family. So we want to celebrate our marriage and our family today. So um, we'll start, do you want to start with the First, yeah, I think right? we should go like oldest to The firstborn gets yeah. first. Okay, firstborn gets first dibs. 
So we had a daughter first. Her name is Jolie. She's 21. And here's what she had to say. Hi, Mom and Dad. Happy anniversary. So when I think of things that I appreciate about you, obviously there are many things. You've taught me just so many things over the years. Specifically, I was thinking about how well you modeled that conflict management to us. The fact that you weren't afraid to like have an argument or fight in front of us because you knew that like just the fact that we would see it resolved and we would see how like these things don't get carried on. They don't get drawn out and they don't get like dramatized. Like you're not afraid to deal with them and you deal with them as they come up and you also like resolve them and you always were on top of that. And I think as a kid, I didn't really realize that what you were doing. But now looking back, like I really, really admire that. And obviously that's helped me a lot in not necessarily romantic relationships, but in just friendships and interactions with people in my life and being able to fall back on that and know that I think that's helped me more than I even realized that it has in terms of me and managing conflict on my own. So I really appreciate that. You guys are super cool. I love you. Thank you so much, Jolie. That was <laughs> so sweet. What? And she reminds me a lot of her mom. Me? Oh, you yeah. think? No, she, <laughs> unashamedly, she is my mini me. And I love her. It's fun seeing a smaller version. She's so version. full of life. She's yes. that classic example of taking mm-hmm. a bite out of life and yep. let the juices flow. Yeah. And it was fun for raising her as our first kid, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. she did want to do all the things and everything. But the same time, I think, with being first-time parents... We had that worry about doing it wrong. Well, and if I'm being totally honest, I'll say she inherited my safety freakism. Right. So I think, and I don't know if that's my fault or not. But. <laughs> but I think it really did help us learn to trust God and the importance of protecting her. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is a, such a big task to protect your kids. And she ended up being a very careful child, though. Too, she was very careful. Again, <laughs> I think that was probably my fault. But I, I remember, like, it seems like yesterday she was born. The doctors are all assisting to you and her and taking care of her, making sure everything's fine. And then all of a sudden we're rolled to the curb and <laughs> and you're holding the baby and they take the wheelchair away and there's the car and we look around and we're all by ourselves. <laughs> and so we're having to, being our firstborn, it, there was a lot, a big learning curve. Mm-hmm. But I think me with the past that I had mm-hmm. uh, ended up inadvertently being way too overprotected, especially mm-hmm. in those early years. Right, but the cool thing is like the carefulness for her is good. And I think what I like about her personality is she has a, a hesitancy sometimes that she'll like the first step will be kind of slow. And then when she's in, she's, she's in. all in, Yes, right? And I think as she's gotten older, she has less of that, but like, should I do this? Can I do this? And then once she's, she's there, and I think that is such, I just love the way she's willing to try those new things like that. And I think it's good for, for us when we see her just going for it. Like, I wanna do something. But I think the thing I appreciate most about her is her how good of a friend she is. Mm. She's the person that two years old was inviting the cashier right. from the grocery store to her house to play. You know, she just whoever you were, do you want to come have a play date? <laughs> yeah, she's always been extremely inclusive. Mm-hmm. You meet her for the very first time, and you are her friend. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I really admire about her is she's not all that concerned with what others think about her. Mm-hmm. She's very comfortable in her own skin, and she's very confident in what God is doing in her life. Well, and she's a great reflection of our own marriage and our own journey. Right, how in the beginning we were very closed and withdrawn. At least I was. I know you have... Maybe overly, overly careful with things. Yeah, you've often said you're as a season when I came out of my shell, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, But we had to learn and we had to grow through that. And I think community was a Mm -hmm. huge part of that, Uh, having people who were able to invest in us, but we were able to invest in them as well. So the fun part about having kids is if you have one, you think you've got it down pat, then God says, how about number two? Yeah. And I remember how excited you were about number two Mm -hmm. and how there would be similarities, but you were actually more excited about the differences. It's an amazing journey to be on. And I'm so happy to hear now from 
our second born. This is Stephen. We call him Steve-O at home. But thank you, Stephen, for sharing a little something. Happy 25th anniversary, Mom and Dad. That is a lot of time to be together. And the things that I've learned um, just from you growing up and watching you, how you always do the little things, like you say, I love you all the time. You never leave the house angry at each other. You don't hold grudges. You're quick to say sorry, quick to forgive. I mean, it's just been a great role model for me. I'm an example for me to follow with my future family. And I appreciate that so much. And I love you so much. Happy anniversary. Man, listening to him, I feel like that's a man talking. <laughs> yeah, he is a man. I'm not sure how that happens. He's a young man. He's only 19. 19, he, yes. He is he's, a man. And the journey with Steve has been so fun. Well, fun <laughs> is, is a relative word, but... It's fun now. It started how about off, that? You know, it's funny how different things happen. Like, he was my late child. He was 13 days late with my mm. pregnancy. And so... Before he was even born, he was trying my patience, right? <laughs> right. Wait, wait. I remember those last few weeks. And then even my labor had stalled out and I was in labor waiting for him to arrive for 24 hours. And that was kind of like a glimpse of, <laughs> of life with Steve. But, you know, besides that, I mean, he really has grown us into patient people and to parent him. And I think those are things you learn when you have a child that tests your patience. And one of the reasons that I think he tests your patience mm-hmm. is because he is all in. Yes, he, I call him my man of extremes. Yeah. He's either all in or all out. But when he's all in, you got to be ready for that level yeah. of, you know, he's, but the cool thing is now we're seeing this, now he's, you know, entering adulthood, that God can use all those traits that were maybe hard as a parent to deal with when they were younger and seeing God use it for good. It is like the most rewarding journey you could be on to say the hard things you think are hard actually are the things that God's going to use to make him into an incredible man of God. And now he follows God and he's all in. There's yeah. no there's no swaying him. There's no changing his mind. Even though I'm like, that was not always a great trait when you're four. <laughs> but now that he's an adult. Or a teenager. Oh, wait a minute. Right. He still is a teenager. <laughs> but still some great reflections mm-hmm. and things that we could learn and apply in our mm-hmm. own marriage uh, that he has been able to, to teach us. He's grown mm-hmm. us closer together through that process of... <laughs> trying to understand right we had to we had to to learn to work as a team yep but some of the traits that we saw in Mm -hmm. him we we saw in each other this idea that because here's what i'm trying to say even if it appears to be negative Mm -hmm. it really may be a very positive it's just getting it worked out in that way so that that trait doesn't become negative and i think i've learned that with you joe with like different personalities because you know you're different than me and we're different than steve but the idea that Sometimes a personality trait is neutral and you can use it for good, use it for bad. So like there's traits that he has, again, that you can use it if you're all in for bad things, that's right. bad. If you're all in for good things, praise the Lord, you know? So I think I love his, you know, his, you mentioned before that just how bold he is mm-hmm. and with sharing his faith and bold he is with saying this is right and this is wrong and standing up for the things that are right. And I think that's important in our marriage too, that we can say, hey, we're going to speak up when we need to speak up on something. He's often inspired me to be mm-hmm. all in. Now, Joe, at the time, I thought that you thought that all in meant two kids. Yeah, right. We have a boy and a girl. Right. I always thought you should never outnumber <laughs> the parents. That was kind of my my rule of thumb. But God had other, other plans, so we're only halfway through. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's Jeremiah and Sawyer's turn after a word from our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. I have always considered myself a really healthy person. It was never crossing my mind that I would face any sort of large health issue. So I went to get a mammogram and the doctor walked in and immediately started tearing up. She said, Kelsey, I've known you for years. This is really hard for me to tell you, but it is breast cancer. 
Because I'm a Samaritan member, I knew that I had complete freedom in regards to which providers I saw, what kind of treatment I wanted to get, and that they are so generous with cancer needs specifically that although I had a lot of other decisions to make, how I was going to pay for it and where I was going to go for treatment didn't have to be one of the things I was concerned about. And I think that's such a beautiful aspect of Samaritan that I would never want to lose. A community of Christians caring for each other with a biblical solution to health care. Learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. And although I would have been content, or at least I thought I would have been content with just two children, I would have missed out on mm-hmm. so much. Because God gave us another boy. Yeah, so uh, Jeremiah is, mm-hmm. was our third. Yep. And uh, he's he, almost 16 now. Turning into a man, like you said earlier, Here right? We go. So here's Jeremiah sharing a few thoughts. Happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. I just want to thank you so much for being such a great example of just what it looks like to have a truly good marriage. One example of that is how great of parents you have been. I just like that you always work together, and I just, I really love that. And I just know that if you do not have the marriage that you guys have that, you probably could not have been as great as parents as you were. And I will look back, and I'll just realize just how great of parents you were to me. And I want to thank you so much for that. Happy 25th anniversary. Thank you, Jeremiah. And you're looking back at where we were when he was born. He was a bit of a surprise. We weren't planning (laughs) him quite. The timing was not right. But it's cool because looking back at the 16 years, he's always surprised us. There's just every year he does something that we're like, where did that come from? (laughs) And it makes parenting him a lot of fun. But he is different than our first two kids. He was generally quieter. He's generally more organized. He's reminds me a lot of his father. So <laughs> of like our three boys, he is the most mini Joe, especially if you look at him and his face. I'm like, what in the world? It's our miniature Joe in there. So are you saying I still surprise you? You do. And I think you do have an element of you kind of put somebody in a box and you say mm-hmm. they're like this. And then you go, maybe they're not like that. And I think being married to you, Joe, has been a series of surprises as well. And you still surprise me. And, <laughs> you know, I've, I've read that um, one of the key ingredients, actually, mm-hmm. there are two key ingredients to uh, a long, healthy mm-hmm. marriage. And one is uh, your spouse still surprises mm-hmm. you. And the other is your spouse makes you mm-hmm. laugh, right? Yes. And there's an element of Jeremiah that makes yes, us he's, laugh. He's very well, funny. On the opposite side, too, I remember when he was a baby and a toddler, especially, I called him the weeping prophet <laughs> after his namesake. <laughs> Right. But now I'm like, okay, listen, let's use, the, let's use the example of Jeremiah as an example for good, that he's crying for God's people and for, <laughs> for better things than just crying. But the other thing I think that he's really good about is attention to detail and focus on a project, which I do not possess by any stretch. And so when I'm working with him, I just get amazed that he's so good at finishing a project and finishing it super well. And it's, it's really cool when your kids, like you're, you're pouring into them for the majority mm-hmm. of their childhood. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, wait a minute, my right. child is actually contributing. He does things and better than we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are times when I'm working on something around the house that needs to be fixed or some, something like that, or we get something in that we have to put together and there's instructions that mm-hmm. are, they say they're in English, but, and I see the words and I recognize them, but I don't understand them. But and Jeremiah can look at that and not even really need the instructions. <laughs> Cause looking at our lives and our marriages, you know, being able to occasionally, have some attention to detail is a helpful trait you know like mm. said steve is all in in terms of energy but jeremiah is all in in terms of don't skip any steps right and let's put the work in that we need to put in to make a really good project at the end and i wish i had more of that but i don't i think i'm listening to his message joe though i think he has a lot of maturity there now he's 
an almost 16 year old boy, which is a tough age. Mm -hmm. And I've done this once before with Steve, but I like how he said in the message, you know, I know looking back, I'll see you've been good parents. Right. He says it almost in a future tense, right? And it's such maturity to kind of go, you know what, you're 15 year old boy, you generally speaking, you don't always love having parents right in between <laughs> childhood and getting the privileges of adulthood. And, you know, it's just a hard, hard age, but I think he's realizing that, hey, you know what, in the future, I'm going to look back at this stage and go, maybe my parents were we're good parents. Maybe they actually are doing their best and they love me. And I sure hope he thinks that. And maybe that's a really good inspiring piece for mm -hmm. us to want to be that kind of parent that our child looks back and mm -hmm. says that. Well, in, in any situation in our lives that we go, hey, right now maybe is a tough spot or maybe right now it's not fair <laughs> that I can't do this or things aren't the, going the way I want them to go. But I know that God's weaving a plan and I know that in the future, we'll look back and we'll see what God has done. You know, and it's almost like the verse in Jeremiah that we could that yeah. we could quote, right? I know the plans I have for you, the plans to prosper and and grow. Not so to harm you, yeah. right? So I feel like that's just a great perspective, saying, "Hey, look in the future. You know, you look back and say, okay, here's what God was doing.' Yeah, because God's always at, at work, mm -hmm. and uh, we could have been very happy with three, but again, we would have missed out <laughs> on a huge blessing, and that brings so, us to the one that we call the tyrant. Yeah. So right? number four was a gift. <laughs> Yes. So number four was God's gift to me and Joe's gift to me. And I said, I really want another baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where it came from, but this desire just shows up. And I kind of, of course, kind of wanted a girl because having a girl was fun. And then we had two boys, um, but we had another boy and he has, well, you'll have to listen to him. He's only 12. So this was very brave of him to share a few words. Happy birthday, mom and dad. This is crazy. Um, I just want to say I learned a lot about marriage from you guys. Um, I know it's about partnership, loving each other. Even when you have fights sometimes, I know you guys always work it out. So I love you guys so much. Happy 25 years. I do find it interesting that all four of our children, <laughs> I think, reference this idea that we do fight. Yes. We do argue. We don't always <laughs> get along. sounds like it's just one big... Right. Uh, but what I do love about the common thread through each of those greetings was that we do work it mm -hmm. out. Yeah, and we, did, we talked about that last episode. Yeah. We always work it out. And that's what Sawyer noticed. I'm like, hey, that's good. And we don't, we haven't gotten perfect at that, but we've gotten better. And I think with having kids, you kind you don't become a better parent, but you know, you feel better. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you feel, yeah, let's go with that. We feel you better. like have a little more confidence or a little bit of awareness of how little confidence you have something like that. But Sawyer definitely took us for a loop because he has been <laughs> such a fun kid. We could not have imagined him. He is the definition of energy and living life and living it intense. He's a very similar personality to number two, Steve. And so we're like, oh no, here we go again. Um, but when he was two, his nickname was the tyrant. Yep. And we saw it in him. He had to just run things. Yeah. <laughs> like when he grows up, he'll be a dictator of a small country. Was he, <laughs> was he six at church that one time we were having communion and they would dismiss mm -hmm. us by yes. row and you could either go to the front or the back yeah. and, and you follow the rows. And then at some point, one of the rows starts Goes going back. to the back. And our row was the first row to go to the back, right? Yep. And so we started to go to the back and he noticed that the front was moving <laughs> quicker. And what, what did he, he say? He was like, we're supposed to go that way. Yeah. We're supposed to. Why are we going this way? You don't have to wait as long as if you go that and he'd way. he'd be the kid in the back seat saying, mom, the light is red. Right. Or you can't turn left here. And I post a lot of things he shared on Facebook because he was just so very... Um, funny, but he knew he knows how it's supposed to be, and he says that's the way you're supposed to do it. And if he's two years old or twelve, that's the way he's been. So I, I mean, obviously, there's a good advantage to having someone take charge. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know at that age. <laughs> there were many times though, I got to say this, there were many times that I think the conversation went like this. Mm-hmm. Sawyer, I know you're right, but we're going to do it this way. <laughs> I he know is, that's the better way, but we're going to do it this way. He is persistent. You know, we're talking about him and our older son does sales now, which makes complete sense for his personality. And we're pretending that Sora be a salesman. We're like, oh yeah, he's got all the lines down, the yeah. lines down. But have you thought about this? But how about that? But you know this. And the thing is, as he's convincing you, you're like, everything you're saying is true. <laughs> right. There are times when I've gone in, especially with he, him being 12 now, where I've gone in adamant. I'm not changing my mind. And by the end of the conversation, he ends, up, mom, he ends up changing my mind. But mom, so again, based on our, our experience, the second kid, we had that little bit of perspective to say, okay, we know that God's going to use this trait and persuasiveness for good and his ability to take charge and not in a bossy way. Cause right. when he was younger, there was a bossy element to that, but to say, Hey, he's going to be a good leader. And he's also very logical back to that too. And he can cut through bad logic yes. even at like 10 when he was younger. But mom, yesterday you said that, and that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I don't care if it doesn't make <laughs> right. any sense. There are so many times it's like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm explaining it to him in my head and I'm realizing in my head that this is not holding up and I can literally see the gears turning. But the, the one thing that I do appreciate is it's stimulated some incredible in very deep mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. What I like about parenting him, besides the fact that he's just a fun and crazy kid though, <laughs> you are such a different parent, right? From yeah. one to last or from, you know, when you're twenties versus your thirties. Oh yeah, and- I think the first child we, you needed to have a college degree in children <laughs> development to even carry our child. And then Sawyer's being carried down the stairs by our six year old, so yes. <laughs> but I think I enjoyed it more because I had a little more perspective as a yeah. parent of what's important, right? The things that we obviously were concerned about with your first kid are important, but I think, there's that perspective and that trust we build better, right? Trusting mm-hmm. God better, understanding better what's important. And that's, I think, true in our marriage too. Like you can get caught up in a lot of details going, you have to do it this way, you have to do it that way. And you're like, you know what? It really just comes down to, you know, loving each other well. And yes. so I think there's that perspective you shift you get with later, with kids later in life or down the line that you can learn what's important with him. But he's an, he's, it's funny because we're not done with him yet. He, he's only 12. So pray for us. We got <laughs> six years, the teen years to go through with the kid. Very yeah. persuasive, knows what he wants. <laughs> and he's a lot of fun. So it's going to be a ride with him. And we are so blessed to have these kids in our lives and two of them still under our roof. So looking back at 25 years, you know, we didn't see our family as right. it is now, right? You have dreams of that. You're at the altar going, okay, one day we'll have kids or one day we'll have family. And it's funny to think, we're living the life that we were dreaming of back in 1997. And if somebody had told me, and I'm sure they did, to <laughs> cherish every moment because it's going to go fast, I would never, ever have been able to be convinced that 25 years was going to mm-hmm. go this fast. Mm-hmm. It's It's gone so fast, it does seem like just yesterday. I remember the, the breeze blowing across my face as I was standing out back at the church with mm-hmm. my groomsmen and how excited I was looking out over my my marriage. But I think or, you know, Tara, you and I have talked about this idea of what advice would we have given each other to ourselves or to ourselves mm-hmm. rather if we had the opportunity to go back. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot and just, you know, what, what would mm-hmm. you tell that Tara? Everything we know now. And you're, you're in the, the bride's room or whatever room you call that mm-hmm. before your dad came and, and got you. What would you, what would you tell her? Well, I think considering our story, Joe, and, the, and the, today we're celebrating really the best and good moments. And those are for sure real, but at the same time, we've talked much about the struggle as well. So I think not maybe being aware that much about that on our wedding day On our wedding day, you're not going, I wonder what kind of struggles we're going to have. Right. <laughs> you know, you're like, it's all going to work out and we work it out, but not everything works out. Um, 
I think would say to a community and keep be willing to get help and necessary. I think we probably spent too many years trying to fix things on our own, mm-hmm. you know, and I think God was very gracious to us and gave us the wisdom and help we needed. But I think to not be so slow to say, maybe we do need to reach out for help. Maybe yeah. we do need to share with somebody the struggles we're having to know we're not alone and to get that support. And I, again, God worked it out, but I think looking back, I'd say, hey, it's, it's okay if things are hard and things aren't working out the way you want them to. I think that's exactly what I would tell myself is it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. I think I bought into this lie that if there was something wrong with our marriage or wrong mm-hmm. with me, then that diminished God's power. Or the dream power. is over somehow, right? right? And it's like, no, it doesn't mean the dream is over. It just means there's a, a little turn or a twist. Right. The, the, and I think exactly what you said, if looking back, I would probably be a lot quicker to say, hey, we're not. We're, we're, we don't have this all together. Mm-hmm. We don't have all the answers. We're trying to figure this out. And and we did have friends that were further down the mm-hmm. road that did help. But I think I would have gleaned into more of that wisdom and, and been more honest. Well, I think I learned that, that when we in having. my parenting journey as a, a young mom, I was involved in lots of young moms groups and I received so much from those things saying, okay, you're there. You understand what it's like. And is it weird that this, my baby does this? Is this normal? And getting that feedback every week was so helpful. And I thought, man, if we'd had something like that for our marriage, right? Or people kind of saying, hey, how are things going? Is this even for the night yet? <laughs> or something like that. I'm going, actually, it's not. Is that normal? And to say, that's not normal or that is okay. And yeah, support and feedback. And I think looking back at our altar, day, our wedding day and staying at the altar, I think I probably should have had someone saying, hello, Tara, you have to be aware of what he's carrying and what he's bringing in. Mm-hmm. And I knew what he were bringing in, but to say he's carrying a heavy load. And, and this, just to somehow like say, be gentle, be understanding, and know that it's there in a heavier yeah, kind way. Kind of curb your expectation a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And and know that if we work hard, we will mm-hmm. attain the kind of what you were dreaming for down the road. It may look a little bit different, but it can still be very successful. And I think um, we do ourselves a disservice uh, when we uh, compare ourselves to others, mm-hmm. right? And I think we did that. Like we, we'd be in church with another couple and we'd be like, wow. They must have it all together. So that means that maybe there's something wrong with us. And we were also that couple. Like right. we kind of put forth this persona that we had it all together. And and I think that does a disservice where if we're honest with each other, like you just said, we're able to say, okay, hey, wait, I struggle with that too. And then that normalizes that struggle and it gives us an opportunity to really maximize hope. So I think back to my situation and the things that that I brought into our marriage because of the abuse that I sustained in my childhood, um, we all bring stuff in. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's important to remember that, that you don't have to have a huge traumatic past to say that it's you're coming from you. yeah mm-hmm. two different places and the things that you do bring into your marriage because there's no way that we are going to get through this life without being mm-hmm. skin knees and and we're all going to be hurt at some point we just it's unfortunately until we get to heaven that's kind of the way that it is so to admit that up front and say hey I, I am bringing hurts into this marriage and these hurts can affect our marriage so let's just go in with eyes wide open right and i and th- and think in the end joe i think the saying okay he's got a load and there's these things he's carrying to go there is hope, right? But it will take time. I was kind of under the, like, almost like, hey, you know, we'll get married and like, it'll just go, be fine. We'll work it out in a week or something. And saying, hey, there are some problems and things we'll work through that will be the long haul. But, you know, to persevere, like we talked last week, right? Persevere and you keep working on it. And now it's 
paid off quite handsomely. It has. And I, and I appreciate Tara, you sticking with it because I think you did go into the marriage. I think I can say this, that mm-hmm. you really thought you could love me enough to make everything well, all better, thought, right? That, or I thought that, you know, you were all better to some level, yeah. like, Hey, you, your life, your life did get better. You did have a way of cooking for you every day. Right. And you know, on the outside <laughs> you were being, you had a lot, but to go, aren't you fine now? <laughs> And I think I I also did you a disservice by trying to convince myself and you that I was all mm-hmm. better. And you were at so many great qualities back then that I still completely appreciated about you. I mean, let's just be honest. You were still a wonderful man to be married oh, to. I appreciate that. Even with the baggage, I don't make it sound like you were just a pile of problems. You were an amazing friend and you know a wonderful partner at that time in our lives. We had a lot of good memories. But I, I did contribute to the difficulties of those <laughs> like, first is years. Is this good news or bad news right. podcast? I, I, will, I will freely admit okay. that now. I, I really do. I just want to go back to this point real quick. I really do think that I bought into this idea that if I wasn't fully healed or I still had work to do, that it diminished the power of God in my life. It diminished. It made God look bad. Right. And I had to get over this idea that it's 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 okay. It doesn't mean that God is any less just because I'm not, I'm not okay. And once I began to admit that, and it was really God's leading that did that. But once I began to admit that, I think our marriage began. And and I, I'm uh, you know embarrassed to say it probably took ten mm-hmm. years to get to that place to really tr- fully trust God with the healing process. So speaking of all of our kids, mm. since we brought our kids on the podcast this time, we are talking about them, not them next week. We're talking about why they're not as important as our marriage. So <laughs> yes. we, we pumped them up and now we're going to pump them down. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Where it's, uh, I love your mom more than you. So please come back next week. We're talking about the balance of parenting and your marriage, which again, we're working with for real every day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. We love hanging out with you. We'd love to hear from you. In fact, we'd love to connect with you. Yeah, we're on Facebook at Behind Our Smiles and we're on Instagram at Behind Our Smiles Pod. Your uh, five-star rating and or review is huge. It not only does it encourage us, uh, but it also helps others to find the podcast and encourages them to give it a try. Yeah, and we really appreciate your reviews and ratings so much. Yeah, thank you again so much. And Tara, I appreciate you. Happy 25th anniversary Happy 25th anniversary it's been an amazing ride and i am so grateful i literally do thank god for tara almost every single day and i can't believe it's been 25 years i'm also grateful for our amazing producer mark stubanger and our sponsor samaritan ministries if you don't know a lot about them samaritan ministries is a biblical affordable health care sharing it's not insurance and they're not bound by open enrollment. So you can actually join today and there are no network restrictions. It's affordable. And to find out more, just check out SamaritanMinistries.org smiles.